0: What would you say you do here?
1: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. No more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo.
0: Does I have a question? Does your does your beauty get in the way? You know, of your normal functioning life. It it does. Uh, Does it? uh, I mean, I can see it could be a burden. For some people. I'm just wondering. It really is. Yeah. Um, it, it. I mean, I'm
2: glad you brought it up, but I mean, mm. it's something that I don't really talk about too often is like being so attractive. It can be embarrassing. That it's embarrassing sometimes when I'm around a bunch of people that I feel are attractive, but I know deep down that they're really kind of not. Yeah. And I wonder how dare they hang out near me. Sure. And, and that's fine. You know, I get it because uh, we're all we're all people allegedly. You know. Yeah, but do
0: you do the thing where because you know you're attractive, you know, and you and you therefore make sure you hang around with the right, the people that aren't quite as attractive as you, so you know you get more attention than they than they do.
2: Um, no, I don't like to hang out with ugly people. Sure, uh, yeah, who wants to do so that? So it's gross.
0: It brings your own stock value down.
2: Exactly. It, it's yeah. kind of like having the nice house in the neighbor in the in the bad neighborhood. Like <laughs> you still live in a shitty neighborhood. So like, right. why would I do that? Right. I try to surround myself with beautiful people or smart people, and, and the. The true unicorns are the smart and beautiful people. Right. Uh, which just doesn't happen very often. Oh, speaking I'm, of I'm, true I'm, unicorns.
0: Yeah. So I have uh, some lesbian, I hate that term lesbian, some female gay friends in Atlanta, as you know. Why do you hate the term lesbian? Because they do, for some reason. She didn't really? like the term lesbian. I don't know why.
2: Okay, so here's the thing. I have a few gay friends, male gay friends, that don't like the term. They don't like it when women use the term gay Uh-oh. because they're men, and they're like, gay means man. That's us. It's a man. That's us. That's our word. Yeah. You guys have lesbian. That's why you have LG and so on and so right. forth. And I just I sit back as the fucking hetero guy and just think it's funny as shit. I like, just start
0: lobbing hanger needs at each other. I'm like,
2: yeah, you guys should. Probably like, it's already not
0: tough enough being what you are. Yeah,
2: like yeah, society. Maybe maybe don't fight over dumb shit like that. But you know, if if it's an identifying characteristic, and I get it. So anyway, you know, my my anyway. best
0: lesbian gay friend, whatever. And like, it was her birthday the other day, and I remember when it was, and, and people were Facebook, you know, making comments, and I didn't do that. I just sent her a text, hey. Happy birthday, whatever. I prefer
2: to do that, too. It's it, more personal.
0: And she goes, oh, my God. I can't believe it. you've remembered. And I said, well, I remember. It's, you know, it was May 8th. And, uh, and I said, I need to get back to Atlanta. I need to check it out. She goes, oh, yeah. Um, her friend, which was, named, was You know, we got divorced. They were married. They oh. got divorced. And, and I really liked her also. So I went, oh, that's too bad. She goes, you got to come out. we got to do this and do that. And she goes, oh, this guy was so funny. I saw this the other day. He reminded me of you because he's so serious, and he's drawing this big chart. And it was the f- – this is she, this is the first time she's seen oh, this. Oh, God. It was at the hot... Uh, yes. The hot... Uh, the hot uh, crazy crazy hot... The crazy hot matrix. Yes. Which, which is... It, which I had to watch again, which was hilarious. But s- still funny. And how far behind the curve, I said... I, 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 what I wanted to say was, I thought you guys were more up on... Uh, I thought... <laughs> as a whole, the gay community was more in tune with things like this. It's about, it, what, 15 years old? It, at least. At least, yeah.
2: yeah. It's... Oh, that's funny. The crazy hot... Folks, if you don't know what we're talking about... Uh, first off, get on the internet. That would be great, first and foremost. But mm-hmm. also, go to YouTube
0: and just search for Crazy Hot Matrix. <laughs> There's so... That's so the little it's, area, when he has, starts categorizing, and then he goes, this is this area, this is this. He goes, uh, hairdressers, and then girls named, girls named Tiffany. Tiffany.
2: <laughs> it's so funny. Like, it, it's, it's funny. It's also brutally sexist. It is. But if you can sit through it it's also there's a shred of truth to it there, i, I there, think he
0: made one towards guys also i well, think well he
2: did he's actually made two video there's two different crazy hot matrix videos one is the original mm. and then there's another one with like some other dude in it like he introduces him uh and then that's the one where he goes to the crazy hot matrix talking about women and then he goes oh this is the simplified uh, it's a very simple one for men and it's money and hotness <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, where's he going with this? And he was he was d- dead nuts accurate. Right. So, like, anytime a man, and it's actually, it's funny because I kind of wanted to bring this up. There's a, a friend of mine uh, who will remain nameless uh, posted something on, on Facebook. I, 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 the guys, he just went through a divorce recently. He was married for right at about almost 10 years and just went through a d- divorce, whatever. People go through divorces. Happy people don't get divorces. mm mm-hmm. The uh, Master Tim Schritter told me that a long time ago. He said, don't say I'm sorry when somebody says they're getting divorced. Happy people don't get divorced. It's true. Just recognize that they're at a turning point in their life and help them move on.
0: Right. It can't be a mess, and the internet can be fucking uh, messy. Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's why you support your friends and and help them out. But Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, my buddy posted something. It was like this long, long video, this guy ranting about how uh, women... Women aren't the w- women aren't the same like they used to be, and they're unapproachable, and men are this and this. And that. I'm like, oh God damn Here it. Here we go, generalization. Yeah, yeah, and somebody, right? And, so, and I'm I, I know more about women than the than the average male, and I know about one percent more. Are one percent of how and mainly women because of your work, because of my work, and you pay of, attention. And, 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 and you pay attention. I so. pay attention. I listen. And I and, and and you know raising a raising a daughter mm-hmm. teaches you about women, mm-hmm. literally from birth to like into adulthood. So like as long as you're paying attention, you're like oh fuck okay I get it I get it I get some of this. Mm-hmm. So I still only understand like one percent mm-hmm. of the female brain. But which is more than what most people under most men understand, which is 0.001%. Anyway, so he this thing, I'm just like, oh, Christ Almighty. So I just kind of ripped him. I didn't rip him a new one. I just said, I watched about 30 seconds of this 15 minute video, and I can already tell you this guy is completely dead ass wrong. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. And furthermore, don't pay attention to idiots like this. You shouldn't watch people like that bashing women or. Uh, calling out women for the way they are nowadays or so however old-fashioned you think you are Mm. what you should be doing is just talk to your female friends or excuse me you should listen to your female friends and the way they talk and don't dismiss what they say and don't dismiss like ah you know that was just like not all guys are like that all guys are kind of shitty and the the but the good ones overcome that like they figure out a way to overcome it, and then the the bad ones are the ones that just were never taught to do that, or never got clued in for it. Right. They just never, they just never figured that out. Never thought it was, or never realized for we're, whatever reason it was important. They had a bad example. You know, a lot of it right. comes from our parents. I mean, Most of it comes from our parents. Yeah. I luckily had good examples. Right. My stepdad and I don't get along very well, hardly at all. But he's not disrespectful toward women. Right. He's very respectful. Right. Same with my father. Uh, yeah. My dad's the same way. My mom is a very strong woman. And I grew up with those three role models, plus my grandfather, who was decades ahead of his time when it came to like he owned a machine shop, and uh, for about ten years, guess what? About half a staff were females, mm-hmm. because there that's where i I've, I've, that's where I learned that women are just better at intricate shit. They're better welders, better machinists. I know uh, one of our uh, mutual, or your friend, acquaintance of mine, who I kind of don't like. Mm-hmm. When I brought that up, he kind of scoffed at it. And I said, well, my grandfather h- hired women back in the uh, late 50s and early 60s because they did a better job. I'm going to trust him.
0: I, had, uh, you know, I have a, a, a female employee here now who does a lot of administrative work, but she loves working out in the shop, and she's very good at it. And She, right. she's, she likes learning and picking this stuff up.
2: I, I honestly believe there's something to do with the biology of the female brain that picks up on things faster than men. And I think that comes from just having to change up things on the fly because you're, you have a kid you have to take care of. And I
0: think, I think men get squirreled easier.
2: I I, I, I think that's a big fucking factor. Squirreled and frustrated. Yes. Yeah. Like me last week, I, I got, or two weeks ago or whatever, when I was working on that pressure washer, mm-hmm. I got so goddamn frustrated. I was ready to throw a wrench across the goddamn yard. You can dodge a wrench. <laughs> you can dodge it. Yeah, exactly. If you, if you can. T- And nobody was, I can tell you right now, nobody was going to dodge that fucking wrench because it was a giant crescent wrench and it was going to go into the neighbor's yard. It was going to cut a wide swath. It was going to be bad. And (laughs) so I, but I walked away and I feel like I, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, if I would have been working on it, I I probably would have thrown it or I would have put my fist through a wall or something. Like that's just dumb. That's just dumb testosterone bullshit. Right. And I've you know enough uh,
0: broken bones and and I tell you where I, where I get majorly frustrated out here when I'm physically doing stuff when there's when there's something small that um, that goes wrong not wrong I I, I can't think of an example right but if if I'm trying to grab a piece of tape to make it do something for me like quickly I, i'm just grabbing stuff and then something's wrong with the tape i know this is a dumb example no i know exactly where you're but going I'm, but i'm, I'm thinking yeah. i can't be bothered by this i cannot the, the universe cannot be fucking with me i am i think and this sounds egotistical but it's like i know what i need to get done i mean i, I can't be dealing with this what the fuck is a sticky notepad that's not releasing properly it's not a, yeah and
2: and you really know. if you just take a step back and be objective and go it's me that's not taking the time to pull right. this tape apart right. fast enough or something like that. But what yeah.
0: happens is you want, if you're like really good at something, like if you're, it doesn't matter what it is, I think. I, I, I think most people, if you're if you're a really, really good musician, like really good, stu- like studio musician, and and you expect perfection or damn close to it, and then stupid fucking shit's happening, like there's some new person working doesn't know how to r- string a chord, they're, right? or It's like this small shit could just set you off.
2: Yeah. Well, you know. it's like, can we be a little more professional here? Right. It's like the that scene in Wayne's World too, when Wayne t- break, you know breaks the Mike Myers you no know, playing Wayne Campbell he breaks the fourth wall. And he goes, "Look, I know this is a small part, but do we have to deal with this? I thought we were professionals here." And it's a gas <laughs> station attendant who has like, "Yes, I, I knew a girl once who lived on Maple Street, but that was a long time ago." And he just delivers a line terribly, and he's like, "Cut! Can we get somebody in here a little bit better?" Okay, I realize it's a small part, but for crying out loud, so they, you see like a, uh, like, I don't know if it's like a, a, a PA or somebody walks in, grabs that guy, pulls him off set, and then in walks Charlton Heston, <laughs> and he's like, ah, Maple Street, yes, he I goes, once, once knew a woman there on Maple Street, but that was a long time ago when I was a young man. Not a day goes by that I don't think about
0: that woman. <laughs> he just flowers it up it a little just bit, just f-
2: kind of fucking nails it. And then like <laughs> Wayne standing there, has got like a single tear running down his cheek. <laughs> but it's true. Like when, you, like when you're around a group of professionals, you ex- you just assume that there's a certain level. Yes, that there's a certain level that you should be able to handle your shit. And like, I've
0: actually seen it at the hospital. Like you should be on a certain. Yeah, you know, if you're on the A team or the B team or whatever, yeah. you expect A team performance from everybody. In your Absolutely, team. everyone
2: yeah. because. If you have you have all A-team and then one person who should be on the D-squad. Yeah. Somehow uh, tripped into the room. Yes, that's going to be your anchor. It's going to weigh everything down. I've seen it at the hospital like probably four or five times. In the uh Code Blue, folks, if you're not familiar with the term, is when there's something really, really fucking bad with a patient and they want the A-team to show up. Mm-hmm. You call Code Blue overhead three times. It's an all-call. Yeah, you get... At least one ER doc, if not, an, uh, you know, you get, the, get a uh, resident and the attending physician from the ER, an ER nurse, a phlebotomist, that, that like this whole crew of people that's on the code team, mm-hmm. right? Your ICU charge nurse, your PCU charge nurse. So it's called the code team, you It's called a code so team, it, right? during the hospital, any given
0: yes. moment, there is a code team if there. You, if
2: you're hanging out, if you hear rapid response room, blah, 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 or code blue room, blah, 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 and you hear that shit three times overhead... Some shit is going down, and about twelve people are r- literally running to whatever that they were room doing to do they were... something. They drop gotcha. whatever they're doing and they go to that, and room. they know how to take
0: action immediately. Whatever, absolutely, fucking, yeah. and
2: they're the A team, hundred percent. I've seen, but I've also seen in that time where you get somebody who is inexperienced, and maybe they're on the A team, but this is their first time mm-hmm. actually doing it, mm-hmm. and just the ER docs is like, "Get the fuck out!" Like I, like I've I've seen at least six times in the 11 years I've worked there I've 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 witnessed it firsthand I'm like you get somebody in here who knows what the fuck they're doing like it, mm. it's and I know it's it sounds harsh but like it, time is of the essence and sure. apologies will come later
0: and the other thing uh, is how do you, uh, you you don't have time to really learn this because because someone's life is in your hands but at the same time, you almost have to have. At some point, you got to start out. You have to start you have somewhere. To get your
2: experience, you do. Yeah. But like the thing is, is that that's why you run code drills. And yeah, okay. somebody who's not paying attention, or somebody like that, is somebody just, or somebody lied about their experience. That's right. happened before too. But anyway, so circling back on the the crazy hot matrix. Yes, folks, look it up. It it is wildly hilarious if you just don't take it too seriously and don't don't get too pissed about it. Because it is, there is a shred of truth to it. There's a, there, it, it, it is true. Right. Uh, did you, did you? But notice? there are unicorns out there. I, right. I know. I, you and I know of at least one. Mm-hmm. That and she's incredible. She can hang out with the guys, but she gets dressed up and looks pretty. Mm-hmm. She fucking you can. She knows how to break horses and weld and. Like all these other things, but also knows how to knows the knows that she's attractive and uses that against people that only see her as attractive. Yep. And that to me is the sexiest fucking thing. It's a
0: huge lever. If you you know that. And if you know,
2: yeah, if you know how to use that leverage and you use it not to be an asshole, you Mm -hmm. use it to make assholes look like the assholes they are, if that makes sense. Right. I love sitting and watching that. I love, love, love sitting and watching her do that. It's one of the most amazing
0: things ever. Did you see speaking of the crazy hot majors guy? Did you happen to notice what he's wearing or whatever? There's a certain thing, a certain item, accoutrement he's wearing. Is it a, a, a pocket protector? No. Oh, which, white which makes shirt? sense. No, I think he's side. has a sidearm, and I think this was done like during a break of a. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of a, like, uh, yeah, of a right. course, of a firearms course.
2: Yeah, I think you're correct on that. Because I
0: think someone there knew that he did this or had a little routine, and they went, hey. That's wait, the they,
2: second video. That's the yeah. other one I was talking about. And that one at the end of that, yeah, because like. He goes, all right. This is a crazy, ma- crazy hot Matrix uh, video, da 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 da. And this is the gentleman who's going to tell you about it. And the guy introduced him. They're both wearing like sidearms, like they're in a yeah. concealed weapons, something like that, yeah. course or something like that. Yeah. And introduces him, and then he goes to the crazy hot Matrix, and then he does the the one for the men, which is mm-hmm. you know uh, attractive versus. It's much shorter. Money. Just money it's, and it, attractiveness. <laughs> and then you look at it and go, yeah, that's that's a. Uh, what does he say? You can uh, you can be uh, attractive and poor. Uh-huh. And rate up in the 10. Yeah, right. Or you can be rich and butt ugly and still rate in a 10. Right. And I'm like, fucking God damn it, That is, it's true. Mm-hmm. The majority of the time. Right obviously there are
0: good people out there that don't give a shit about stuff like it's that just at gen- all is just generalizations it's a huge generalization, and that's why I think and it's, it's funny things are funny like that stereotypes yeah. are funny it's just because it's kind of the way it is
2: yeah as long as you're not being mean about it it's about pun- it's it's punching up it's not punching down right and we've talked about that a million times on this podcast
0: so i just thought it was funny that my this is a new funny thing that my friend found that was hilarious
2: I think it's funny as shit that she just now found it. Right. That's, that's the I'm best saying. part. That's that's I'm like, that's so cute. She's spending too much time at Home Depot and playing softball. Doing, and whatnot. Ex, like,
0: or yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the funny world. Yeah. yeah funny woman. Funny lady. She's pretty funny too. She was with her former wife. I guess they weren't married then. Partner, shall we say. Whatever. We were at, we would go to bars like kind of semi-popular bars or like a bar restaurant and kind of get a table against the wall and just kind of it, it were a good shot with people walking in. And we play a little game of, of what does that person do for a living? Oh, yeah. Just by the way they're dressed or how they're acting. And some it, more alcohol. Maybe it wasn't funny to people that were listening, but goddamn it, it was funny. See,
2: I, ha- I, I like to play games like that too, <laughs> but it's called Who's Gonna Fuck? <laughs> that is like, oh, look at this too. They just walked in. Yeah, that guy's not going to fuck her not later on she's definitely not gonna fuck him he would he would her he would
0: fuck her but she is but not she's gonna not fuck him gonna, this this not gonna fuck anybody back like,
2: or, or which date are they on like yeah. that's another one of my favorites like which date right. are they on that's about the third date right and she's gonna fuck his brains out later on
0: or like i think that guy's got i think he's got gas you can just tell by looking yeah, he's, he's like not that gonna, guy's gonna fart just watch <laughs> he's, he's trying to figure out how he's gonna escape have you ever
2: seen uh, i love you man <laughs> With Paul the, Paul Rudd whole, and, and Jason Segel, where Paul well, Rudd's course, trying yeah. to find like he doesn't have any male friends and he's like trying to find a male friend. Yeah, there's a scene in there where Jason Siegel is a he, he's a he's a real estate guy, right? Mm-hmm. And they're at a, a showcase, or was that they call it a showcase? where
0: well, they're showing a showing house. a
2: showing, a showing yeah. Uh And uh, he goes like, I know I could just tell certain things about people from their body language. Like, oh, really? What about uh, what about that guy? Those people don't have money. That guy had money, and he put him into her tits. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm fucking busting up laughing at this. Because this is shit that we all kind of do. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, like, that guy, he has to fart. You th-
0: things that you think about, but you never you, you, really just yeah, talk about like, in a comedic fashion. Yeah, yeah.
2: until yeah. you get become self-important enough and egotistic enough to have your own podcast. <laughs> uh, so he goes, that guy has to fart. And Paul Rudd's like, how do you know that guy has to fart? Just watch him. He's he's looking around, looking around. That's yeah, probably safe. It's probably safe. Watch and boom, there he goes. Boom, <laughs> farted. And the guy lifts his leg and he goes, per. and then he turns around and kind of sniffs and then walks away briskly. He goes, that guy. He just dumped right there. He did it. Mm-hmm. And he farted. And Paul Rudd's like, that's amazing. Teach me. And it's, <laughs> but I love playing those games. I and, and I like to think that, like, I mean, it's not uh, mean in nature. It's just. Observing people, it's fun. Paul Rudd was
0: one of the better ones on Between Two Ferns. I thought that was uh, oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) He well, what was the thing that one of the things he said about so much effort about trying to hide hide your 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 Jewness or Jewiness or and he's like I don't I I didn't (laughs) I've never tried to hide my (laughs) Jewiness and it's funny because I think think it was Paul Rudd, wasn't it? It was and.
2: What's great about Between Two Ferns, folks? If you've never seen Zach Galifianakis and Between Two Ferns, do yourself a favor. Go on to funnyordie.com. Is he or, still
0: doing those? Yeah. Okay. He
2: put out like, I, he just does it like occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, God, the one with Obama was great. But Obama <laughs> was like, he's, you know, Obama had uh, good comedic timing.
0: Yes and he was why you he know, was president and he was fat and he, he was trying to yes. sell the, the the american uh health whatever. Uh, yeah whatever and it was so funny because he was being serious which was just you know exactly just kind of going oh god yeah he just won't quit selling it or something like that or something he, he
2: goes well, do you think maybe uh it would, wouldn't it be great if you could run for a third term he goes nah, i think two's enough and he's like oh i feel like you haven't done enough he's like really do you think like you did enough with the third Hangover movie? And I was like, damn, Obama. Yeah, that was great. Uh, there's another one. He's I, I can't remember what the other thing is like Obama did. But shit, he's just he's just naturally funny. Brad Pitt was a good one. Brad Pitt. <laughs> he was dragging was him to the fucking such a fucking. He was acting like such a prick. And it's always like the the celebrities that, you know, are nice people. Right. That act like dicks like Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Um Steve Carell has this. Uh, he does these these things that for people there's like kind of like Bill Murray, right? Like, have you ever heard of Bill Murray? His his thing one of his things like he he took over a bar during yeah he does a it, lot of weird he does a lot of things weird like shit that, like yes. he took over a bar in new orleans during um uh south by southwest probably seven or eight years it's ago usually
0: by himself when he does these he always yeah he's
2: always by himself yeah. he took over a bar he said let me bartender like okay and somebody would go like yeah let me get uh two beers and a time he's like cool three tequila shots and he just hands him <laughs>
0: all he would do is pour people's shots of tequila that would be the great easiest way to be a bartender Well never what they order just oh yeah, yeah, yeah a couple shots
2: like, oh you, oh you want a bud light uh, all right, well, there's your patron, and like that's what he did. He did that all night. He also does shit like he. Uh, I've heard, I've read this on Twitter from multiple people that he will just walk up, uh, and pull take a French fry off of someone's plate, eat it, and, and then look look at their eyes and go, "No one will ever believe you," and then just fucking walk away. <laughs> if I were a celebrity, I would do shit like that. Yeah. But. Um, Steve Carell has this thing and now Woody Harrelson I just saw on Twitter that did the same thing somebody took a picture like Woody Harrelson's amazing Steve Carell several years ago was walking uh, he was like walking down the street and these people were um, moving something heavy and he, go, he just stepped in oh, let, hold on here let me help so he dropped his groceries and helped these guys like load up the truck and the guys realized oh shit fucking Steve Carell. He's like, yeah, you know, well, many, many hands makes light work guys. Have a great day. And just like (laughs) stopped for a picture real fast. And then went on about his day. Woody Harrelson did the same thing in New York city, like five days ago or some shit. I just thought that was cool. But these celebrities that you know are really cool. Yes. And they're really nice. Like just, they're just normal, decent people. Right. Um, when they're assholes on between two ferns is one of the best things ever. Like Brad Pitt, he fucking was rebuilding houses after hurricane Katrina. Like he's one of the nicest guys out there. like, did you ever hear about the the jackass prank that he wanted to do in the Jackass movie? No, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt yeah. his idea goes, "All right, here's what I want you guys to do. We'll rent a van. Okay? You guys dress all in black." I'll be on the corner somewhere in Hollywood, where people are like a paparazzi follow me around, and you guys just like grab a hold of me, throw me in the van, and then tear ass off.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they went. The MTV would not let them do that. They're like, you can't, you can't do the people that. People actually saw they would go you fucking. Can't, people would lose their fucking minds. Like they would call the cops. And he yeah. goes, no, no, we just tell the cops they're going to do this. And no, 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 no. And the, the guys from Jackass are like. They kinda wanted to do it anyway, but then they're like, We will probably never be able to make another movie. So they didn't do it. Right. So when they're when Brad Pitt goes on between two ferns and he's a fucking dick mm-hmm. is just hilarious. He's not, me. yeah. People assume yeah.
0: he's an attractive guy. It's like you, again, really attractive women get a bad reputation sometimes. Sometimes they're not very fun to be around. But but people just say, "Oh, she's probably a bitch." You know, she's or she doesn't want to talk yeah. to me. Or I, I actually have, you know, she's I stuck up. Have a good blah, blah, blah. friend of mine
2: who I don't. N- you've probably met her, but she's been gone from Kingman for a few years. But I would venture a guess, and I've told her this to her face. and am I, like, as I told her, I said, "I think you may be." Like just aesthetically the most beautiful woman I've ever seen okay. in my entire fucking life and she's like are you serious I'm like I'm not trying to be intense I'm not hitting on you I'm not trying to sleep with you I would never We're, we've been friends for over 20 years but I think that I, I, I truly believe that they fucking broke the mold when they made you like for real Jesus Christ and she's one of those people who was never told that enough by the right people right so she'll never think that about herself ever well and it is and
0: true where a lot of really ultra attractive women in particular don't, don't get asked out as much right they just that's, don't that's what
2: i was getting at and she's yeah. she's on un- i told her i said oh god will you shut up you're unapproachably hot and she goes what the fuck does that mean sean was with me when i said that and he uh was former marine fucking, sean? yes yeah Uh, yeah former marine sean not my brother current firefighter sean right uh he he fucking busted up laughing he goes that is such a great term and she's like what the fuck is that supposed to mean because we were talking about how like i was like as i approach now i'm 40 but i was like as i approach 40 there's younger people it's like the people that flirt with me are younger and i'm it fucks with your Mm -hmm. uh it it fucks with the with your perception on not on reality but like it's just like what she no she wasn't or he Which seems to happen more and more The older I get Because I don't know if I'm Am I putting off more gay vibes or something I was going to talk to you get, But it's okay I mean it's fine if I am I don't care It's Kingman's not going to go anywhere gay town anyway froze. Yeah I've heard uh, Remember yeah. when Blackbridge was the Kingman gay bar The gay bar The gay yeah. bar Which is In fine Because it still kind of is And I'm okay with it I,
0: it, it, it makes it more you know, cosmopolitan
2: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now we got to keep the bathroom cleaner and make the music better sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I told her. Uh, she was talking about how she doesn't uh, get – she goes, what is it, unapproachably hot? I'm like, you know how you're bitching about, like, can't really find a boyfriend because no dude's going to talk to you. So, like, you have to – she said that it's actually – it sucks being uh, – uh, trying to be aggressive – and say hey would you like to come out sometime because a lot of men are turned off by that because it shows a lot of guys are really really weak yes and i think we've we all know this and it's usually the guys that are the tough guy but they're actually big babies inside yeah because that's they have to get that's how they manage that's exactly so uh and, and 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 again it goes back to it's not their fault i don't fault them for it sure now, but I do fault them for not recognizing that, recognizing them uh, that yeah, about so themselves and not working on themselves. It'd be nice if you could like, work
0: on it a little bit. Everybody needs a little work.
2: Always, Everybody. we all do, and we're all a work in progress. But uh, what she said that it, it, you know, it's rare that she can even get a date with somebody or get a guy to text or call her back after her being the aggressor in the situation because guys are turned off by that. And I was like, dude, if you, if I didn't know you and you came up to me and said, hey. Uh, I heard your conversation with your friend here. I really liked, I thought that was kind of cool what you said. Would you like to hang out sometime? Once I woke up off the floor from fainting,
0: mm-hmm. I would be like, fuck yeah, let's do it because I like strong women. Well, and the way to get around the two, like if you, if you want to talk to a, a woman who really is attractive and you are interested in them for other reasons, hopefully as well, um, you, you don't want to focus at all on how attractive they because that's, that's all I've been hearing. Oh my God, your eyes, you're y- this, you're yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. Y- yeah, fine, throw a compliment. It should be a unique compliment in some other way. You know what I mean? I always
2: fall back to you know what <laughs> this is really terrible. Uh I was on uh this was this was a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. <laughs> was, and I, I it's so fucking shameless that I use it, but I don't give a fuck. Because mm-hmm. now the movie's so old it's kind of an obscure reference. Uh I told this girl uh and and, and it I meant it what I said, but I also stole it from Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. When I told, I told this woman who I was dating at the time and I said, you know, before I met you, there was this and, this and and then after we, there was, you know, some romance and this and that, I decided that I needed to do some things to make myself better. And she goes, how is that a compliment to me? And I'm like, you make me want to be a better man. From uh, as good as it gets. Yo, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Fucking shameless, shamelessly lifted. Mm-hmm. But it, that doesn't mean it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, I'm surprised she didn't come over the table at dinner and just pounce on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I. And then I did tell her later that night. I was like, you know that compliment? Like I, well, I meant it. I did steal that from a movie. She goes, I know, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you've seen that movie because you were like eight when that movie came out.
0: Yeah, right, right. She's
2: like, I was seven when that movie came out, and I also loved that movie. I'm like, all right. But it's true. Like, it, like, that's the thing. If you're an attractive person, uh, you're probably sick and tired of being called attractive. Mostly, mostly women are sick of this, but I'm sure there are men out there that are
0: the same way. Right.
2: Um, but like, it, like, and, that's, and they, that's, you're they, not a one dimensional person. And they
0: already know that they're attractive anyway. And so that it's kind of probably a boring conversation
2: or so we, they don't, I don't see. I don't think that they know that they're attractive. I think that they've been told that they're attractive and that's the only thing about them that is like right. that people say something about. Cause I feel like uh, the majority of attractive, attractive women don't re- see themselves as re- attractive well, because they, they're always they, they're they always
0: they're harsh critics of themselves. Yeah, of course,
2: kind of and stuff. we all kind of are to a certain degree for the most part, unless you're a fucking narcissist. But mm-hmm. that's a whole other topic for another day. But uh, yeah, like the like uh, this friend of mine I'm talking about, she's she you know she's first off, she has a master's degree in one of the toughest things to get a master's degree in from one of the better universities to get a master's degree in this subject. So she's brilliant, she's also hilarious, like so fucking funny like mm-hmm. and, and you and I have talked about this like mm-hmm. woman that makes us laugh that's, that's I'm, if I, If you say something funny, i 'm already unbuttoning my pants, going, "Can you please come cuddle with me?" Like I just lose all fucking sense of control right it, um, for
0: the most part, it is kind of true where more more men, I think, are willing to risk public humor like they're willing to, to throw it out you know, like if you're yeah then women are i think i, I think they're not gonna i think i think, men, think women could be i think women are could be more funny but i think men are just willing to well, i don't know i
2: also think it's kind of a systemic thing because out uh like outright funny women they've been few and far between up until very recently in, in human history mm-hmm. you know
0: what i mean The the uh there's who it was a comedian, until, that made that thing. It said women aren't funny. It, made the, it was that big. It got, it got blasted for having. I that I can't thing.
2: remember who that was because all I could think of was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" There's so many funny. Like right. even going like back, like way back. Like if you go to, uh, um, uh, Lucille Ball. Right. Have you ever heard some of the recordings or seen the recordings of yes. her? Like do, cutting up. Like she was blue. I mean, she was she was raunchy.
0: That reminds me of that recording you shared with me after the last episode <laughs> from that oh. 19... Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't podcast? think we talked about it on the podcast. 1920-something, b- f- kind of well-known female blues singer. I lost it. Singer. I,
2: uh, bo- uh, God damn it. It's in my search history on Spotify because I, I drove home listening to her stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this woman... Oh, she bl- I mean, you to
0: know she's black. She, 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 she's yeah. black, yeah. yeah. She's,
2: she's, uh, so she's
0: like this blues singer, and I think she was kind of well-known back in the day, which I hate that term. Uh, but she, uh, a lot of blue stuff is rooted in just raunch. I mean, it just is, you know, there, there's that part of the country and, in playing at, uh, playing at, um, uh, juke joints and that kind of in the middle of nowhere. And it's just, it's all steeped in sexual innuendo, but this woman kind of skips the innuendo part and <laughs> just, just goes right for the raunch. I mean, raunch. just pure filth and it's 1920 sure filth. isn't it 1920 28 27 or something lucille like bogan L- look her up lucille
2: bogan b-o-g-a-n look up lucille bogan folks. and it's
0: blues sexy raunch
2: it's it's called shave them dry in fact <laughs> you're you don't even have to look him up i'm gonna put lucille bogan on our break music this week so that you <laughs> folks can just really really live it up she's like i got nipples on my titties it's so fu- I can't even fucking finish it. She's like the opening line is like I got nipples on my titties as long as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs will make a dead man come. Nineteen twenty-five. <laughs> that's two years before my dead grandfather right. was fucking born. And it was like, so like,
0: funny. It's all the outrage of all these modern music. Yeah. You know, like 10, 20 years ago. And like all the, these... the
2: outrage that people had with uh uh WAP. Remember that the Megan the Stallion and uh, what's her face the the wet ass pussy.
0: Oh. It sounds like uh, 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 the one that we use for our, our cocksuckers uh, website. Uh, how many licks does it take to. What, oh, what, what is oh, her name? oh,
2: how many licks. Who, who did do, who did that uh, song? Little Kim. Yeah, it was Little Kim. Anyway. So, yeah, people get all this outrage of stuff. And then you just go back literally almost 100 years. And that woman was fucking filthy. Yep. And she toured all over the world. Right. And played guitar and sang these filthy fucking songs, and I'm just like... I mean,
0: people started rubbing, like, a a cave rock. How long did it take that someone drew drew boobs?
2: I want to know. I want to (laughs) know. Or or a dick. Yeah, like, I want to see... It was a guy, of course. guaranteed it was a guy. (laughs) It was some guy who was just (laughs) like,
0: grunt, 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 (laughs) boobs, grunt. If there wasn't a Beavis and Butthead with them in the cave, I'm sure there needs to be.
2: (laughs) 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 I have to write this down. (laughs) Lucille... Bogan, B O G A N.
0: There was and, oh, uh, oh, a shout
2: out to uh, our a friend of the podcast whom you've never met, but she is one of my favorite people on earth. Her name is Jane. Uh, she had me over uh, to her, uh, her home. Oh, so her of a, she did. Her, no, 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 not like oh, that. It was, uh, it was, uh, her, her, and a handful of her coworkers. She works in the ER. Uh-huh. They, these ladies, get together and they cook f- like a f- nice, fancy meal. Mm -hmm. and it's like and i've seen pictures like on instagram and facebook and like shit i want to have fuck i love to cook and i love hanging out with people other people who love to cook Mm -hmm. and learn like new techniques and things like that fun so a lot of i've been waiting for an invite to this for like a year Mm -hmm. and but they almost always do it on monday nights and i almost always have to work monday night right i'm almost always working at the hospital so i finally get invited maybe a month ago and i said you know what I'm, I want to break into this little group, so I'm going to cook something. So I made, like, my mom's, like, stuffed manicotti. Well, I try to make stuffed manicotti. Remember the great manicotti caper? Yes. Where I could. I have went to every fucking grocery store in this godforsaken yep. town. I couldn't find a goddamn manicotti. Not that they didn't carry it. They were just out. Nobody right. got in a manicotti ship. There was a whatever. run on it. it would just... There was a run on manicotti. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I've never had manicotti at someone's house other than my mom's.
0: Remember before the Great Depression? That's what happened. Yeah, well. And, and manicotti started. Yeah, it was.
2: Yeah. It's like, first there was a manicotti run, now there's a run on gasoline. I went they there stuffing manicotti into <laughs> plastic fucking bags. Anyway, go over there. Uh, one of the ladies that's there, her name's Erica, is also uh, just so happens I've known Erica since high school. We, we've known each other forever. Great woman. She's a big Billie Holiday fan, loves old, uh, old R&B and blues. And she goes, you guys should check this out. She says, you played it, and I was like, I don't titties. And I'm like, what the fuck? I could tell... Like it was old by, yes. by the sound quality. Yes. And I'm like, who is this? And, and the
0: style of singing too. You can, yeah, you can, and the you style styles nail that, that vintage. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I who is this person? And I have to I immediately got on my discogs, like the, you know, it's like eBay, but only for, for music. Mm-hmm. I got on there looking to see if I could find any of her shit. Paul Thousands. The,
3: the, the cheapest
2: stuff? cheapest record I could find was literally uh, acetate, and it was like I want to say it was like twelve hundred dollars for one that had a crack in it. Wow. Yeah, that's like yeah. a wow. So anyway,
0: yeah. Lucille Bogan, fucking look her up
2: because it's, she's incredible. This
0: reminds me, and I think years ago, and now we've done this for years. I told you about this. There was a the closest blues club to me in Marietta, Georgia was called Darwin's. It was it was called something like the Great Evolution of Music or something. It was kind of a mm. sub little thing, and it was a house that was done, and they had a like, kitchen there too. Like, they did basic like they had like three items, which is perfect for a blues. And, you know, Absolutely, just, like a burger, and then I don't know, two or three. Other, that was it. That's all they made there, and they had great blues acts that came through. And you've heard some like uh, one of the ones, um, a Damon Fowler. He, he would oh, come yeah. there occasionally. Okay. He was from Florida, but there's one group called Mudcat, and I think they were from Savannah. And he was uh, he had a kind of a cool looking hat, kind of a skinny, medium age dude. And he could play the guitar really, really well. He had one of those guitars that looked like kind of Willie Nelson's where it was worn the fuck out. Oh, it was just
2: beat to shit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, so he would come through every few times a year. And I would always see them. If If I was in town, I wouldn't miss them. And sometimes he would come through town playing by himself where he would he would just happen to be driving through Atlanta or the area and call the woman up who owned it. She was a former corporate pilot, by the way, so we talked about a lot of stuff. You could tell that she didn't talk about aviation much, but every time it came up, she knew what she was talking about. She wasn't bullshitting. You know, she she actually did this for a living, so then she wanted to own this blues club, and that was it. So that was her, she was an older woman by herself. She was kind of a cool chick. So um, – can't remember his name what they actually get, he goes by but he would come through town like a Tuesday or a Wednesday and just bring his shitty guitar and just sit there he'd love whiskey and just sit there on a stool with with a small little light in his little house and just sit there and play really good old blues classics on this acoustic beat up guitar and slowly get drunk over the next 4 hours was fantastic it
2: sounds fucking awesome yes and it was good
0: and he could get a little sloppier but he still he was still talented okay so so he would play normally two sets two or three sets and then it'd be like after midnight and he would fill the place up it wasn't that big of a venue but it was always great he'd say okay we've decided we love you all so much we're gonna play another last set he said but this is if everybody hearing me this is a fair warning because this last set is x-rated triple x-rated whatever it is so no com- you have no complaints coming right if you stay you're going to have to fucking go along with it no holds barred on this everybody got it yeah great not one person would leave of course it was it's a way to keep everybody wanted, in there they wanted to see what it was going to be and it could have been even a trick in a way but it was it worked well because no one wanted to leave and that kind of shit would would come up, and he would have their own songs. It was great, and he was, he would jump on these these tables there and and start fucking with the attractive women that were there, and let them play or let let them strum while he was changing the the stuff. And he was just really suggestively, this blatant, you know, X-rated. Uh, lines of these songs and st- it, was, it was so it was one of the funnest it times amazing.
2: ever. I, you got to figure out who that guy's name is. See so if we can find any any recordings he we'll made. We'll look
0: up M- Mudcat Blues and see if they're still around. But these are one of the guys that would go like during uh, off season. I don't know when that would be for the blues circuit in the southeast, but go to Europe and 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 do really and well. Make ten times more money. Yes, Europe, sure. yeah because they were dying for American blues music, and they would they would go to Ireland and Scotland. At, at the biggest place And they, they would fill them up People wanted They were st- American blues music Yeah Oh shit People would come From all over the place You know And they would make bank Going over there And doing this shit So anyway We'll look him up uh, During the break maybe A little Speaking bit Speaking
2: of let's, let's do that Fine Alright folks Enjoy Lucille Bogan Don't be offended I
1: got nipples on my titties Big as the end of my thumb I got something between my legs Gonna make a dead man come Oh, daddy Baby, won't you shave him dry? No, no, no Want you to grind me, baby Grind me until I cry uh-huh. Say I fucked all night And all the night before, baby and I feel just like I want to fuck some more. Oh, great God, Daddy, grind me, honey, and shave me dry. And when you hear me holler, baby, I want you to shave me dry. I got nipples on my titties, bigs in my thumb. Daddy, you said that's the kind of woman you want, and you can make them come out. Oh, Daddy shave me dry. And I give you something, baby. I swear it'll make you cry. I'm going to turn back my mattress and let you oil my springs. I want you to grind me, Daddy, till the bell do ring. All oh, day. Want you to shave me dry oh great god daddy if you can't shave them baby won't you try now fucking was a thing that would take me to and i'd be fucking in the studio till the clock's back level oh daddy daddy shave them dry i would fuck you baby honey i'd make you cry your nuts hang down like a damn bell clapper and your dick stands up like a steep. Your goddamn ass hole stands open like a church door. And the crab walks in like people Ow! Oh, Shut! <laughs> Woo! The baby won't shave them dry. A big style gets back. I'm eating corn and a pig gets fat from sucking. Read you see this this horror fat like I am. Glad to God I got fat from sucking. Yee! Shaman's right. right. My back is made of whale bones. And my cock is made of brass. And my fucking is made for waking men's two dollars. Brad's gotten round to kiss my ass. Oh! Woo! Daddy's shaving Daddy. me
2: Underrated band. Fog Hat. Whoa. Are we on?
0: Yeah, we're
3: on. Wow, what, you, what did you
2: do?
0: Woo. My, my sack flopped over. That's what it looked like, right? This
2: No. No. I mean, is your sack black and covered in foam? Because otherwise, I believe that's a microphone.
3: Blackened sack.
0: Hit the, never, never mind. Foghat. Wow. We're, we're kind of got on a Foghat kick. <laughs> <laughs> when a music kind of blues I kick. I have no idea where the Foghat
2: thing came from last time. But like, I for whatever reason, I feel like they are. like Foghat is made, like for some reason, is like the butt of jokes. But I think that's because they're like the quintessential classic rock band. But they're really not. They're a, they're a hard blues band, yeah, and they're they fucking incredible, and I feel like I've made fun of Foghat on several occasions when I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Shocking, I know. But, but, but then uh, we had a
0: great idea. You had a great idea, and then we fleshed it out. I, well, first we said we need to do a, uh, a, a cover band, a Foghat, Foghat cover, hat b- cover band because why
2: not and then you kept you kept while you walked away you're like well fog hat cover band and then you walk back and we'll have bagpipes and you walk back and we'll make the bagpipes sound like not like bagpipes and, da, da, da. and, then, and then you then I, said and i said yeah. and we'll and we'll get jeremy foss involved and we'll call it foss hat <laughs> incredible <laughs> incredible so coming to a a, a an alleyway <laughs> near, near you. you yes foss hat
0: Turn those bagpipes off. Turn those, you can't really turn them off. You can't really off. turn Man. them off or, or down. Or can't down. turn them down. Just, there's just, a volume that they are. They
2: just sound like that. Sorry. <laughs> I can't blow any less.
0: Hey, bagpiper, bagpipe this. And you get their fire. A lot of firearms in this county. We there, a lot of firearms
2: in this county. That's fine, but you don't need firearms when you've got bagpipes. <laughs> I've heard bagpipes uh, can melt uh, pistols, actually.
0: I wonder if we should... Um... When the theater gets renovated, you know, yeah. Once it's finished, once it's finished, yes. will we be able to play Foss hat at the theater? You think? I
2: hope. I hope so. And if they say no, then we'll just play across the street and interrupt everything. Right. I don't care. Shut the power off. Fuck them. I don't. Back care. Bagpipes
0: are loud. You know. Yeah. I, you know, Foss should put on like the Jim Carrey sort of long, fucking hair. Wig I think we thing. all should. <laughs> just we just all should dress like glasses. Jim Carrey. At
2: the, it was the ninety nine. There was nineteen ninety nine Video Music Awards. Yeah, we talked about last time too. That's, I think, but that, it was, we, it was we, hilarious. We brought it up on the big screen. Yeah. the The thirty eight inch fifteen year old fucking. It's not even thirty. It's like 32 thirty two. Thirty. It's like
0: the thirty two inch flat screen Sharp brand. Sharp. It's a Sharp, Joe. I yeah, think. it's
2: a Sharp. Well, that's 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 great. <laughs> it's terrible. It's pretty dull now.
0: No, it needs to go away.
2: Well, uh, remember how we thought? Like, wow, Trump is really orange. It turns out everyone's orange on that TV because it's fucking out of date and old. It's probably irradiating us right now, even though
0: it's off. It's, it's it is one of those. It's like a like a down we're a downwinder right now oh, from this, Don't do that. From this don't fi- Oh no, god, that's bad. Oh, it's a spam. Oh,
2: cool. Not, what does it say? What does yours say? This is a potential this is spam. Potential Phoenix. spam. Yeah.
0: This is a person named Spam. Last name Spam. There's a lot you. of
2: those people keep calling you. I hope it's not an emergency. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you having a spam emergency?
0: So, I'm sorry. I'm not joking about the downwinders. I'm no,
2: I know. I know. I know. I know. What that TV
0: is. Could you could you get a radio? You know, you, you always would sit close. Would you quit, quit sitting close to the TV. That's what your parents it's would It's bad would for say. your eyes, which turns out it's a myth. Yeah.
2: Although, like... And it's not, uh, I, cathode ray tubes don't, they don't give off that much radiation. They don't give off any ionizing radiation because I don't think.
0: Remember of taking your TV to the TV repair person and they place actual, actual Paul, tubes? No, I, I
2: was born in the past four decades. I don't okay. remember that.
0: Actual tubes in there and you have to go and you swap out tubes. It was great. Wow. I remember doing this.
2: Is that the, the TVs that like took a while to warm up? Yes. I do remember seeing a couple of those when I was a little kid. I can remember. I remember those that took like a. He had TV or, or repair two.
0: shops like in every town, every there other corner. There was a TV repair
2: so. shop in this town until about five years ago when the guy just re- finally retired. Oh, um, he yeah, I actually uh, 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 I knew his or know his daughter, uh, and we worked together. And Timmy, our good friend, my friend also lives in. Uh, he's the dude that lives in Honolulu that I stay with. Timmy took an old console console stereo that had a, a record player in it and really good tube speakers, like Ooh. a tube amplifier, rather, and really, really nice. But it didn't work. And he took it to him, paid him a couple hundred dollars, and said, uh, make it work, because I know this is going to sound great. And he said, okay, uh, what else do you want? He goes, is there any way you can put a Bluetooth module on there? He goes, yeah, that's a piece of cake. It would cost you like an extra 20 bucks." <laughs> so he has a console stereo you know, you I know you know what I'm talking about, but yes. for for you young whippersnappers out there, those there, it's like one one big furniture unit. It looks like a, a a short dresser or like a long dresser.
0: Well, that's what I used to and, listen to, Sergeant Peppers all the time. Yeah, to and, and they sound and George Carlin, Occupation Fool, with it spelled F O O L E. That's. George Carlin, yes,
2: novel. no no, yeah, good old George Carlin.
0: Anyway. He was a comedian. He
2: so he's got this very old nineteen fifties, nineteen probably nineteen sixties. Okay. If I had to guess just by the style of it. Nineteen sixties era. Big console. Big wooden piece big of heavy four hundred
0: pound motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And it sounds incredible and he can hook it up to his phone. Wow. Bluetooth. <laughs> and it's and it, it just sounds it sounds amazing. Yeah. Um anyway. Yeah, fog hat. Let's, uh,
0: let's, uh, <laughs> fog hat. <head. laughs> you don't listen. Jim Carrey was right back in 19, even 90, whatever it was. He goes, nothing wrong with playing a little more fog hat. And it's true. I think he's right. We all need to listen to more <laughs> fog hat. I, I I think
2: you need, I think you need a shirt that says, listen to more fog hat.
0: If I could just get a vintage fog hat shirt, that would be pretty, pretty good. You just need a shirt, a shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just get a shirt would be okay if he just had a shirt. I started that sentence not knowing where I was going to go with it, and I just ended it at shirt. Just truncated it. You just really could use a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you need to wear a shirt when you're in here. Why? Is this not an acceptable thing to wear? Uh, No, sir. You're not wearing a shirt. A shirt. A shirt. Right. Uh, Speaking of, uh, are you going to go to the lake with us on, on Sunday? You mean like, i'm pressuring you you need to get out in the wait, sun wait, you wait. got all that fucking work
0: done on you you got the whole weekend <laughs> is this, this sunday where people are already gonna Just have this, listened to this, this already this
2: sunday no no i'm no i'm not gonna tell people where i'm gonna be
0: on this fucking
2: podcast are you kidding me that's true no so it's like
0: posting on facebook that you're on vacation for two months and your house is in my occupied. and i get burgled yeah I,
2: yeah that not that anybody that listens to this knows that most of the people listen to this no i don't have jack shit to burgle no, I, I just, it just, uh, the thought crossed my mind and I wanted to pressure you uh, in a public forum because Maybe. you told me several years ago, I don't want to go out in the sun until I get all the stuff burned off of me
0: and get my skin right. healed up. And so I'll have to up. just slather my, myself with shit. and SPF 50, and, and... I even
2: have SPF 50 spray on. Is it new? Because it get old. Uh, yeah, that's kind of a myth too. Really? Yeah, I just read this uh, probably earlier this week or last week that sunscreen really doesn't go bad. So that's the bullshit from the sunscreen people because
0: they're trying to crank that shit out. Exactly. This is also Hmm.
2: reef safe, so that's good because we need to keep our reefs clean and
0: safe. Reefs. are we going going to a reef, though? Uh, Really? Are you really? No. No, I'm just
2: saying we don't have a reef. Where do you think the the lake that we would go to? Mm Mm-hmm. All rivers, lakes, streams in the world. Isn't a reef that a... water ends up in the ocean where there are reefs. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Does our water here actually make it to the ocean still, though? It doesn't Eventually, come, I mean, doesn't it, dry out. It,
2: it, yes. It, okay. Well, it depends on the year. <laughs> That's true. Most of the time, no. But it does make it to the ocean because the well. The, okay, so the Colorado River. I've been down there to the Colorado River Delta, which. The last time I was down there was incredibly fucking sad because I knew that it didn't always make it to you know uh, with every with all the different states that are, are in Mexico watered. that suck water up from it from the Colorado. I a lot knew... It's for
0: farmland, too. The yeah, farmland,
2: yeah, no, it's so. it's so that you can buy bananas year round and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because of all that, uh, and this is something I'm actually really passionate about. So forgive me if I go off on a rant. Uh, it it was. It actually, it actually choked me up. It made me f- just realize, God damn it, we are really just doing something fucking wrong sometimes in the Southwest. Uh, the amount of people that live in the Southwestern United States is about 50 times what it should be and what is sustainable. And what we've done is we've drained the Colorado River so dry that it doesn't actually reach the ocean most years.
3: mm mm-hmm.
2: But it does, at least on the surface, it does go underground and, and still goes into the it water It still does It still does, So the, the first time I really
0: learned about that was from the movie Into the Wild. Oh, when yeah. When he was kayaking down yep. there and they talked about, well, yeah, it doesn't really go into the Gulf of California because it's all kind of farmed out by then or whatever right. it says. Yeah. It, <clears it's <clears a <throat> so, fucking
2: you know. shame. And, and then uh, you have evaporation from the lakes, you know, mm-hmm. Lake Powell, uh, Lake Mojave, Lake Havasu. Yeah. But the majority of it goes to uh, Phoenix, Mm-hmm. Uh, for drinking water and and also irrigation, but uh, a lot of it goes to you know uh, Imperial Valley, California.
0: But there is plenty of water. I'm not saying we should keep growing the population either. You know, there should be a balance, and they're talking about it reaching some point, and they're probably leveling off and declining. It's you know these smart people that are figuring all this shit out. I mean, there's plenty of water. It just costs a lot of money and energy to desalinate and that kind of stuff.
2: Right, which is which is largely a myth. It doesn't. It's well, it costs a lot of money for stupid reasons.
0: Right. If we, if, if
2: we dumped, if you took, uh, I read a really, really good stat. If you took a tenth of the money that the oil the the oil company, gas and oil companies, put into lobbyists in Washington, D.C., just a tenth of that money. Of the lobbyists. Of the, the lobbyists money and put it into uh, solar research, mm. we would have already... Probably had solar farms and solar uh, solar farms that would power us. Doesn't surprise forever. me at all. It, it, yeah. it, just the incredible amount of money, because all it does, when it, all uh, you know how it works in this world. All it takes to make something that seems impossible possible is money. That's how we right. put a man on the moon. That's Gotta how get, get the, get the right people behind it for sure. The right but, people behind it, but, but we right have enough of the right people. We have enough yeah. solar
0: engineers and, yeah. and and energy people to figure this yeah. shit out.
2: Now. Um, uh, my big one, biggest pet peeve, though, oh, fucking just makes me mad, is Lake Powell. The damage is already done, but Lake Powell, Glen Canyon Dam hasn't been sustainable financially in, like, 30 years. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking boondoggle from the get-go. So this is, and, like, after the it, success
0: of the Hoover Dam, they said,
2: hey, let's do another one upstream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it turns out it doesn't work all that – I mean, it, it does its job, mm-hmm. but it's not as good as it should be, and it does, it's largely unnecessary.
0: Do you think – if is the betting money saying they're going to drain Lake Powell, you think? And well, just, that
2: would be its own ecological disaster. Because uh, now everything's changed. Yes. Right. But, there, I mean, there's there's some, you know, real merit to it. Now, one of my favorite authors who I talked about on this podcast before is uh, uh, Edward Abbey, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, southwestern writer uh, – some fiction and some nonfiction, but he has a book called the monkey wrench gang which is where the term monkey throwing a monkey wrench into something that's where that comes from it's like early early to mid 70s and it was about uh a group of of, like this weird motley crew of 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 individuals that all they're all very different but they had the same goal and it was to to blow up glen canyon dam
0: it's kind of like the the we, the Weathermen, I think, or about the Weather from. Underground, well, the Weather yeah, underground, no, the Weathermen, yeah. Weathermen. That was a group, wasn't it? What song? The Weathermen had a group. It was a very popular song. The, the Weathermen that, had a group. The, Holy the, fuck. They were a group. They had a very popular song again in the fifties or sixties. I know uh, you've heard I, of their song. Yeah, songs. I'm
2: sure I have. All I can think of though is the like a, I was thinking of the is it the Weather Girls. The <laughs> it's Raining Men. No. That was the first song that came no. to mind. I'm like, I don't think they're called the Weathermen.
0: So look just take a brief pause. Look up the Weatherman. Okay, and, and, just
2: to satisfy and, your brain. And then just
0: hit the play button and we'll let the people the good people out there the, hear. The
2: good people of Cartoon Casual Podcast. Right.
0: Hear the song the one big popular song that the Weatherman did. And it's, I said fifties or early sixties. I think I'm just I had to guess. I was not really, I was barely alive in the mid sixties, but I uh, the weatherman. Okay, so there's, um, that's
2: not it. Is it Blue October? Mm. I don't think this is it.
0: No Oh that song is called The Weatherman <laughs> That's way too modern This song you'll recognize as oh I know this song Like you might hear it At a sock hop If you were in back In the 50s or 60s Dude I, I Does your phone is your, You have a millennial phone It won't want to go back That far What does are you the, talking about Is that the problem is
2: uh, Oh is that oh, I'm sorry Do I need to have A fucking rotary dial phone So <laughs> do, I can
0: listen to this To The Weatherman Yes One ringy dingy Did you Google The group The Weatherman Yet, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: pop bands? Okay, maybe, maybe. No, that's oh, too new. God. No, I'm telling you, there's. I don't think there's
0: a. Oh, I, there has to be. Now we're now we're really wasting time because here I go. Now I'm gonna look it up.
2: No, man. Like I, I think, uh, I think you might be mistaken. Fifties group. Oh, lord. I'm telling you, all I'm coming up with is a Belgian band.
0: The Weathermen, Weather Underground, doo doo do, doo doo, Terror's Weather Underground, Weather Underground. Oh my God, am I wrong about this? I think so. Holy fuck! It's called misremembering, I guess. There's no way I'm wrong. All right, let's move on. Let's yeah. That the, sucks. I, I, no, I'm going. It's gonna, to, it's
2: gonna fuck your brain
0: all I'm, up. I'm, I'm not giving up on this. If I could, don't give up on me, Coach. All right, go ahead. Where were we? I have no idea. You distracted me. Uh, with we were talking about uh, oh the the group that was terrorizing because it well, was in the well. It was in the book. It was,
2: it was in the book. It was it was the Monkey Ranch Gang, Monkey and they Ranch were talking Ranch. about uh, draining Lake Powell or blowing it up. But this was written when it was still filling up, like mm-hmm. the dam was still or the uh, Lake Powell was just being formed, right and you know they talk to in the book they talk uh, with a handful of people that were living in that area natives Mm. um, you know uh, fishermen whitewater rafting guides which is one of the characters he's a whitewater rafting guy that's probably great whitewater rafting they had it 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 was it was incredible it was uh, from from all the stories that I've read it it was fucking incredible and you know it's all underwater and it largely ended up being fucking without any sort of purpose so you did all this environmental damage for no fucking reason now, People drive
0: on their boats and go, oh, Lake, look, we're driving through a
2: canyon. I will say this, though. Lake Powell is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is so gorgeous. The the blue water with the red rock, it, it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But, like, also damaged, like, you know, uh, the local ecosystem, like, sure. fucking nuts. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that's just one of those things that just fucking bothers me. Or, like, uh, I, I grew up, you know, rivers, lakes, streams, mm-hmm. shit like that, mm-hmm. canoeing, kayaking, all that. So like I have this affinity for non motorized shit. And and don't get me wrong, I love power boats. I love not having to paddle. I think it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. However, I hate fucking jet skis. Hate them. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's not the normal jet ski person that mm-hmm. owns their jet skis. They know how to use them. And da, da, da. It's the people that um the the people that rent them for the day that are dangerous. Oh god, yeah. They're dangerous. Yeah. In fact, I did witness something. It was pretty amazing. It I saw like I the two
0: stroke like, ones that were terrible for because all the yeah, exhaust. Yeah. Now they're all four stroke for the most part, so which pollutes shitload a, less at
2: least. So much less, yeah, and they're quieter. Uh, but the uh, I saw I witnessed, this is at least 15 years ago. I was on the Colorado. I was like uh, taking a canoe trip from Laughlin down to essentially down to down by Needles, and uh, guy up in front of me, probably a hundred yards. Uh, he was in a – he was just solo. He was in a kayak, and I saw – it's like, three jet skis get real close to him, which, you know, you're, is you're 100% illegal and it's fucking dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy, like, was waving his his paddle at the guys, and, like, the fucking – then the dude started surrounding him, just, like, fucking with him.
0: Right. Although he's and, friendly, and, he's waving at us. Yeah, so right. Uh, they, but yeah. they
2: were – yeah, and he was, like, throwing a big wake and almost knocked him out of his kayak. And one of them got real close to him, and he just threw that paddle out and went whack right on the guy's face, knocked him off the fucking jet ski. Oh, wow. His friends came over, what the fuck is that? And I'm, like, paddling up because I'm like, this guy, if this guy's going to get jumped by three fucking jet ski guys, I'm going to make my family proud, I'm going to fucking beat the hell out of one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I could get drowned. I I could get drowned by one of them in the process, but at least I'll fucking do my fucking family name right. Right. And the amazingly enough that that did not happen that guy stuck around when they called the ambulance because i saw like they pulled him off like uh he wasn't knocked out but his face was damaged nose flattened missing sure. teeth everything it was awesome so we get him over onto the shore they call uh, you know ambulance and the cops show up and i you know i'm a witness and i stuck around for like an hour once everybody showed up and like, Because he wanted to help? Because the guys were assholes. The guys were fucking assholes. they were, yeah. they were assholes, and they're a prime example of why like there's certain uh, riverways, and at least in Ohio, uh, I know a handful of other states that have designated quiet because like, of guys like that. Because of guys like that. Yeah. And in general, like even if a respectful uh, jet ski person is super loud and scares off fish and other wildlife, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I, I'm just so I stuck around waited for the, the ambulance and took him away and all that. And then the cops stuck, stuck around and questioned everybody. And to, to their credit, the other two guys that stuck by the guys that didn't have their face blasted by a kayak paddle were like, yeah, we were being assholes. And they, they both got cited for like disturbing the peace and that, 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 and like all these different charges. And they took my statement. I never had to go to court or anything like that. Cause I don't think they, I don't think they needed me as a witness mm-hmm. or anybody needed me as a witness, but uh I wish I I wish I could find that guy. Cause I, I at the time I didn't realize how fucking cool that guy was, but when I told some of my family about it and 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 some friends that are like, you know, uh that are paddle sport like enthusiasts, they're just like, Man, you know how many times I've wanted to do that? And I'm like, do you know how awesome it was just to fucking witness that guy do that? Cause he just <laughs> what he did is he saw him coming Whack. around and he just like one-handed it just kind of spun around and wham! And me just knock the guy off the goddamn jet
0: ski just boo and there's blood in the water and everything kind of like in Wayne's world when uh, what's his name's uh, former girlfriend hit that car you know she was yes hi Wayne hi hi.
2: boom Boom. just over the car yeah (laughs) it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen oh yeah we broke up several months ago are you mental we broke up months ago I don't even (laughs) own a gun let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fucking one of the best lines of any any comedy i've ever heard in my entire life the shitty Beatles. the sh- so it's not just a,
0: it's it's a, clever, just a clever clever name it's <laughs> yeah it's cle- not just a clever name a catchy name clever name <laughs> how are they man they suck so it's not just a speaking of we're gonna go see the shitty Beatles tonight we are yeah they should call themselves the shitty Beatles. the but they knock uh... they out what's that one that's got two two they haven't i would love if they would play this song tonight uh, the one Beatles uh, She's So but it's also it's got like two two titles to that song it's um, do, do, do. heavy She's heavy. So Heavy yeah, yeah but it, is it called Heavy or She's So Heavy She's or? So Heavy or something like that yeah
2: what's the know. name of that song I'm not a Beatles no, fan I don't know I'm just kidding uh, I'm just kidding that's she a great I'm a song huge with, fucking fan does a good job of that song they do a great job of that song yeah. but they do uh, Dear Prudence mm-hmm. but what's the song Fuck. There's a song that Chris was just playing. It was just, honestly, it was during one of their shows a few years ago. They were playing Dear Prudence, and they realized that the chord structure and the key is exactly the same as another song. And I, for the life of me, can't remember. Another Beale song or just another song? No, just another song. Yeah. I, God damn it. I I feel like, hey, you know what we should do? Let's call Chris Lay right now. Okay, sure. I'm just going to call him. When you're doing that, I'm going to look up. uh... All right, let's call Chris Lay while on the podcast. He's
0: probably going to the bathroom right now. I don't care. He'll probably answer. He's uh, he's probably getting ready for the big show. He's probably putting on makeup right now. What do you think he's putting on makeup? I hope so.
2: Mm-hmm. Hello? Hey, Chris, you're on the podcast right now. Uh, Paul and I are trying to remember something. Okay. Okay, what is the song that you guys play along with Dear Prudence that sounds just like Dear Prudence but it's not? I'm an Oh, that's right, the the fucking the Dennis Leary song. I'm an asshole. Oh, that's hilarious. You you fuckers are the ones that decide to do that shit. Yeah, we did. You ruined a great song. (laughs) I ain't ever listening to fucking cartoon casual ever again. (laughs) Oh, good. Good to know. I'm telling you know what? I forgot about that because it was at a show, right? And you guys were playing Dear Prudence and you and like it was like an interlude, like there's no vocals, and people started singing I'm an asshole. I'm going to have to listen to this now. I think it was you, Tim, and Mike. I fairly. And I think Jeremy Foss may have been there too. It he was a. It was may a, have. I think it was an anniversary show. It was it was a fantastic fucking mashup, and now you guys, it's a staple. So, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, if you think about it, the Swillers and Joe Cocker are the only people that have ever taken a Beatles song and made it better than the Beatles. So, like. Mm
3: gosh you're just out for fucking bruising aren't you i
2: fuck i'm i'm I'm, i believe that though it's the swillers (laughs) and joe cocker and that's it and joe cocker's dead so it's just i'm not saying that we're better than the beatles but i mean where are
0: they now and where are we when's the last time i I don't
2: don't see the beatles doing that shit i don't see the beatles doing that shit either uh especially since 50 percent of them are dead so 100 percent of you guys are still alive
3: hopefully
0: hey chris can you hear me yeah, I, can okay. hear you. I was just wondering if uh, this is Paul, of course. I was just wondering if you were going to play uh, I Want You or She's So Heavy. Is that on your docket tonight, by chance? Uh,
2: I, shit, I don't think
0: so. Okay, all right. We haven't played that in a while. I know. So. You, got, you guys kind of kill that. It's one of those things I like to hear you bring back at some point. That'd be great. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I love playing that song. Yeah, cool. All
0: right, man, we're going to wrap this up here, so we'll see you in a little bit. All right, cool, man. You guys have a great night. Yeah, uh, we and will. Also, Cartoon Casual is a great podcast and you all should listen to it and they are now because they just heard you Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you chris i appreciate it we'll talk to you later, problem. That, later. Bye. bye bye there we go the great chris lay he is so
2: right i forgot he goes you guys fucking did that we didn't do that he's right okay i remember standing over in the back of, of blackbridge like over off to the side by the uh, connex container and it was me and tim schritter and jeremy foss and somebody else, and Dear Prudence does. If you guys don't know the song, like the Dennis Leary asshole song, hilarious song, and it, the chord structure is identical. It's even the same, like the same at the same, the same like beats per minute, like same the same like pace. cadence, the same whatever, same,
0: yeah. same shit. I'm gonna when we knock off this nonsense we're gonna have to go listen to it we are we're going to okay
2: actually we're gonna knock off this nonsense right now that's a good way to cap things off so folks thank you for listening to us we will catch up with you later bye